Welcome to season two of the Love Good Podcast, where you learn how to love what is good so you can become what you love and change the world. This podcast is brought to you by our patrons, a community of intentional consumers who curate music and books based on the transcendentals of beauty, truth, and goodness. Join us each week as we sit down with artists and thought leaders to chat about media, culture, and what it means to be human. We're so happy you're here. Welcome to the Love Good Podcast, everybody. This is your host, Jimmy Mitchell. Happy New Year. It is really hard to believe it is officially 2019. Really, really nice to take the week off last week and hope all of you have really just had an incredible Christmas and are enjoying your holiday break. I know I'm actually just sort of coming off of a incredible New Year's Eve bash in downtown Nashville with Keith Urban and Judah and the Lion, a lot of our apprentices and just friends from all over this little town. Really, really cool. And I hope you guys have had some amazing, amazing memories just really being built here in these days. But I just want you guys to know also that this is going to be one of the coolest and most unique episodes in the Love Good podcast history. This is going to be our Apprentices Takeover episode, which means every single one of them squeezed into the studio to sit down and be peppered with, in some cases, very difficult would-you-rather questions from me. But also, uh, we really pulled back the veil on the Love Good Apprenticeship program and, and dug into what it is that they are most loving about this experience of living in Nashville, of of working and praying and intentionally stepping into a way of life this year. Also, just know that we're only a few weeks away from that deadline, which is February 1st. So anybody who's between the ages of 18 and 25, who you think would be inspired by our apprentices, make sure they listen to this episode and obviously go to lovegoodculture.com slash apply with enough time to make it for our general application deadline. Also, we're all at the SEEK conference this week. So if you are there, find us. We can't wait to bump into you. Myself, Marisol, and Jessamine from the team, but also all of the apprentices are going to be at SEEK with 18,000 of the most impressive college students uh, all week long. And we cannot wait to meet you guys. Uh, Stay tuned here in just a few moments. I'll be back with the Love Good Apprentice takeover of the Love Good Podcast. Addicted to the bottle Well, you're not bad enough You medicate your pain Oh, you're not bad enough Watch your marriage or sobriety Go down the drain Well, you're not bad enough To lose my Welcome back to the Love Good Podcast, everybody. This is a really special moment. I'd like to welcome to the studio, not Matt Wirtz, not even Drew Holcomb, not old Matty Marr, but um, the Love Good Apprentices. Make some noise, y'all. How you feeling? Oh, yeah. Bach? Uh, do you know I just realized we're not really welcoming Love Good Apprentices to the studio for the first time because at the very end of season one, after I had a really nice, long conversation with Drew Holcomb, inspired the heck out of me, 
Stephen and Austin and Cameron, our first year apprentices, basically there was a, a staged hostile takeover <laughs> and a nice little blooper reel at the end. And I have to say that's probably one of our most listened to episodes ever. Really? So at the very least, Austin, welcome back. Thank you, Jimmy. Yeah, so, okay, this is really good. Austin's in his second year. He's yes. going to be the first to take on a lightning round of would-you-rather questions, okay? Alrighty. And what I'd love for you guys to do is just briefly let the world know who you are, where you're from, and then I'll ask this really, really tough question that you do not have time to ponder. Okay. It's going to be deep or it's going to be tough, but the whole point is to answer it quickly. Okay. It's yes or no, or it's option A or option B. Is everybody on board with this? Yeah. yeah. Okay, everybody. Who are you, Austin Smith? Uh, yeah, so my name is Austin Smith. I'm originally from Tampa, Florida. I'm 20 years old, and this is my second year as a Love Get Apprentice. It's okay, Austin, would, would you rather have a horrible short-term memory or a horrible long-term memory? A uh, horrible short-term memory, for sure. Next up, Max Salamita from? Pensacola, Florida. Oh, really good. So, yes. uh, Max, why don't you hold that microphone so it's there you go. I like that. See, we're I all kind am. of in the studio for the first or second time. <laughs> And we just actually, for what you probably don't know out there, listeners, we are in a very tight space. Okay. There are nine people <laughs> in a room that usually is comfortable for two, maybe three tops. Okay, Max, uh, from Pensacola. Pensacola, Florida. You're 18 years old. Beach boy. What's your deal? Like, uh, you could call me that, I but mean, Nashville's I don't, cold for you. Yeah. It's freezing, yeah. <laughs> but I like, I like it. We love having you here. Uh, thanks. Your thanks. question is very simple. Would you rather be completely invisible for one day or be able to fly for one day? Be able to fly for one day. Really? Yes. That's totally my choice as well. Next up. Good, good. We're kind of like rolling through the male apprentices here. Skylar Cummings. Gosh, you're the only kind of local boy in yeah. the midst. From Hendersonville, Tennessee, right outside Nashville. And and whose hometown is that? Uh, Johnny Cash. Johnny <laughs> Cash, the man <laughs> in black. Uh, Skylar, uh, really exciting question for you here. Would you rather be poor but help people or become incredibly rich by hurting people? Oh, poor and help people. That is like the worst question ever for a Love Good Apprentice. Yeah. Like, <laughs> moving to the next one. Uh, by okay. the way, this is okay. conversationstartersworld.com if anybody was wondering. Okay. Would you rather live without the internet or live without AC and heating? Ooh. Internet. Good choice. Need to unplug sometimes. But think about how weird it is. A hundred years ago, Skylar, neither of those things existed. This is true. I've always said the South rose again once we had air conditioning. Okay. <laughs> oh. So next up, Carrie Moran. Hi, Jimmy. How are you? Good. This is really great because I don't think anybody listens to the podcast more faithfully than than you. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Did you end up applying for the apprenticeship program because of the podcast or because of an email or because you just happened to love Leah Darrow? Remind because me. of the podcast. That is so cool. That is so cool. And now you're on it. Yeah. Okay. Carrie Moran, would you rather have a horrible job but be able to retire comfortably in 10 years or have your dream job and work until the day you die? Oh, my dream job. Oh, you wouldn't you wouldn't mind ten years of uh, or you wouldn't like ten years of misery for a lifetime of leisure. Well done, no. well done. For those who don't know, Carrie's spirit animal is Mother Teresa. Okay, <laughs> uh, Angela Richmond, how are we feeling? Good, I'm feeling really good. This is great. I have to say, what you guys also probably don't know is that this Canadian influence on Love Good has been persistent from day one. Mm. Um, go Canucks. Yes. Go what? Canucks. I don't like. Team. Is that like? Yeah, like knucks, like <laughs> No, not knuckles. It's just like a Canadian term. Cool. So go like, Canucks. And, there, there, and there's a hockey team. Yeah. yeah. So much to learn. So what we did find out at some point in the Love Good podcast, maybe last season or maybe in my most recent interview with her, is that Janae Trudeau was a provincial celebrity. I know you guys are from different provinces. I know that Canada is not all the same. And you are certainly so much more than just America's hat. How dare people? 
use such an expression. Thank you, you Jimmy. (laughs) I love Canada. And I'm also like really convinced in these like small pockets of awesomeness because, well, yeah, Janae Trudell, everybody, uh, followed by Angela Richmond for an entire nine-month stretch. So, Angela, would you rather be able to teleport anywhere or be able to read minds? Teleport. Reading minds would be too scary. I agree. And I guess if you were reading minds, I don't know that I want to really know everything all the time. I would yeah. probably just want to have like some control over when I'm hearing. I would definitely teleport back to my family to see my niece. And does that mean like instant? Like what's that called in the Harry Potter world? Apparition? Apparate? Apparate? You just like show up somewhere? That'd be so cool. Yeah. That'd be so cool. No more planes ever again. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Wow. No border control? Ooh. <laughs> That's a good point. Aren't we uh, in America right now developing some whole new thing like space, space, SpaceX. like uh, space? What is that what we're calling it? That's, that's Elon Musk's space thing. Yeah, but isn't there like a whole new like part of our government and military operation that's going to be oh, like a space like division? Oh, like the space force. Yeah. So imagine like what division would cover teleportation? <laughs> That'd be so complicated. Star Trek. Star <laughs> Trek. Yeah. Oh, well, moving on down the line, everybody. Grace. Franco, how you doing, Grace? Hello, doing great. You really like deep down prefer Grace or Gracie? Gracie. I'm going to be a grandma and be like, look, Grandma Gracie's coming around. I love that. (laughs) That's a really good grandma voice. Yeah, thanks. Do you already kind of aspire towards such such glorious heights in life as, as grandmotherhood? Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Because some people you think, oh, you'd be so good once you're old. Like, you're going to be perfect. You I know? hope so. I mean, you're already good, right? But some people are like, oh, man, you're going to be so good. I've had a lot of stage wrinkles before. Someone's laughing so over here. Um, silently laughing, Tommy Clacky. Do you think that's true of yourself? Or? It just has, like, some interesting implications. It, it can be yeah. taken wrong, the wrong way very easily. That's What's all. that, yeah. like, new kind of sweater that everyone's wearing that reminds me of my cardigan? Like, you're a cardigan guy. Yeah. Cardigan you're going to be a great old man. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean... It's like an old man spirit. Yeah. yeah. We'll get to Tommy in a second, everybody. Pretty excited. <laughs> he's, our, he's our Jersey boy, which we're so honored by. This is great. This has been the best banter I've had in a long time in this uh, podcast wow. studio. Grace. Oh, man. This one's weird. Would you rather be transported permanently 500 years into the future or 500 years into the past? Into the past. Wow. Can you real quickly why? I mean, I just like history and I like to know how I came to be. And I, I don't know. It'd be oh cool. my gosh! Five hundred years ago today was like that was a crazy time, time to be. Would you? Where would you yeah. be? America, Europe? Where would you want to be? Um, Wherever your ancestors were. Probably. Yeah, Europe. Yeah. I guess. Ooh, yeah. that's crazy. Okay, everybody. So so far, we have only introduced apprentices in their first and second year. I don't know how this worked out so well the way you guys are positioned here in the studio but we are now on the line. On the line. Um, <laughs> this is not a phone call. We are in the studio with the apprenticeship program coordinator, Marisol Alisay. How are you doing, Marisol? Hello, everyone. I'm doing very well. That's good. So I have a thousand questions for you, but that's good. for another day. I have one. <laughs> what? I have one right now. <laughs> Marisol day, and I work day. together. So when I see her, I just immediately triggered with like lists of things that need to be talked about and yeah. dealt with. So sorry about that. It's we'll be good. friends one day. Is that, is Eventually. That <laughs> like, Maybe in heaven. <laughs> literally. On, Marisol, on my birthday, you know, you get a sweet little note from everybody. Kind of like, oh, so good. Like my heart was moved. You know, and then and then Marisol was just like, I'm, I'm just so grateful you're my boss. And I love working with you. Blah 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 blah. And like, I'm much more convinced that we're friends first, and then pull and pull. I don't even know what we are, colleagues. Second, but Marisol's got some healthy boundaries. Yes. So that's we're it. just gonna leave it at that. Um, okay. Oh, oh, this is so good. Would you rather give up bathing for a month, Marisol, or would you rather give up the internet for a month? Uh, internet. Really. I mean, I want to give up internet for a month. Like, that sounds very freeing. 
But yeah. I also, I, I mean, to be honest, I don't think I would really mind giving up bathing that much either. Oh, yikes. But like, okay, I'm gonna I re- really I'm like to rephrase the question. A month without the internet sounds like very freeing. No showers for a month okay. or baths for that matter. I don't know. If, Can you wash your hair in the sink? No, oh. no, mm-hmm. no cleanly, no hygiene on the okay. outer parts of your body. Okay. okay? Which is a weird way wet of saying, wipes. because I want to distinguish <laughs> no wet wipes. Would you rather not bathe or not brush your teeth for a month? Ooh, not bathe. Me too. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Yeah. No, okay. my, my so, mouth has to be clean. So revealing. I feel the same way. Yeah. Okay, uh, drum roll, please, everybody. Drum roll, drum roll, drum roll. Okay, the man himself, Tommy Kalaki. How are you doing? I'm You're well. from Wayne, New Jersey. I am from Can Wayne, New Jersey. Can we just pause Jersey. on that for a second? What's sure. it like being from Wayne? First culture shock I got when I went to Kansas. Oh, uh, yeah, it was a very right. easy conversation starter. I'm going to college in Kansas, and the proximity is very different. So it's like, oh, yeah, it's just down the road, just a couple hours. I'm yeah. like, what? <laughs> Everything's in, like, really close to New Jersey. Did you get a lot of Wizard of Oz jokes when you left New Jersey? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. I mean, people just don't know Kansas. I would just say, I'm, I'm going home. They're like, oh, so you won't be in Kansas? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I've, yeah. Heard, I've heard that before. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is great. So Tommy yeah. is our house director, at least for the men. And uh, what that means is he... <clears throat> Basically, models, mentors, and managers. Those the three, three M's. the three M's. That's yeah. right. Hats off to David Lee for coming up with those three M's. Oh, this is so good, Tommy. Oh, boy. Would you rather relive the same day for 365 days or lose a year of your life? Relive the same day for 365 days. I think I'd for say sure. the same, but Absolutely, wouldn't you go a little sure. cray-cray? No, I, I bet you'd be able to pick up something new every single day. Oh, yeah. Have you seen the movie About Time? Have you seen that? The movie about time? Yeah. No. Well, the, the end of the movie basically comes to the point where he's like trying to relive things. He can really travel. I mean, it's a little sci-fi, but it's like, it's actually a pretty powerful movie. Is this but, a love good recommendation? Because we'll take uh, it. It's, there's, there's some sketchy part. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's a good movie though. It you is know, a very good movie. I'm really enjoying this lightning round. We're going to make this one even faster. <laughs> um, pass the Mac back to Austin. The Mac, okay. and by Mac, I mean Mike. Mike. Back to Austin. Real quickly, best album of 2018. Oh my gosh! Faster than that, faster, Austin. Um, you have three oh seconds. yeah, trench for sure. Twenty one pilots, yeah. Twenty one pilots, yeah. Best album of twenty eighteen. Okay, yes. Max. Same question. Of course. Okay. Uh, Sorry, I'll I'd... go with Delta by Mumford and Sons. Good choice. This thank is you, thank Jimmy. You. Obviously, I'm going to go with She Waits by the Grey Havens. Skylar. Same answer. She Waits by the yeah, Grey Havens. Grey Havens. Nice. So That's good. two yeah. for my boy Dave and his wife. I can't remember. Leisha. Thank you. I okay, I didn't actually meet her. Um, I listened to the podcast. We love you guys. What you got, Carrie? Uh, goodbye Road. Goodwill. Goodbye Road. Goodbye Road. Oh, of course. Which is like Johnny Swim, Drew Holcomb, Penny and Sparrow, Angela No Pressure. H.A.R.'s album, The Click, but their deluxe edition. Ooh, oh, yeah, put yeah. an old vote for the deluxe. I like that. Yeah. Really uh-huh. good. Grace? I'd say Wendigo by Penny and Sparrow. Oh, excellent. came out early this year, but excellent. it was still this year. Yeah, well done, Marisol. Am I allowed to tie? Um, yeah. Okay. Himalayas, Scott Melville Hill. Oh. Surrounded. Michael W. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> That's great to hear. Yeah, yeah, so The Apprentices from last year and I went to this really cool live recording of a Michael W. Smith record. We didn't even know it was going to be uh, turned into a record. Smitty, you're still kind of deep down everything I want to be one day. I've never said that on the air, but here we go. All right. The world now knows Tommy Kalaki. Uh, trench. Trench. That's two for Twenty One Pilots, two for the Grey Havens. I think somewhere around a million for Michael W. Smith is what I was oh, picking absolutely. up on. People's hearts, it was a surge. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we've been obviously living this life now for a few months. I've been in some ways living it for a few years and just like hoping that this apprenticeship program along the way was gonna 
work, you know, that there was some way to invite people into a life of, you know, really intense community and really like intentional personal growth and discernment of career and vocation and all the things that this year has been about. But would anybody just be willing to briefly share a story? Not necessarily like, you know, a five to seven minute story, like a, a two minute, this is what being a love good apprentice has meant to me. And maybe there's been a moment that really captured that for you. I would just say this is not necessarily a particular story, but a general theme that continues to thrive. And this that's, is Tommy Clacky, everybody. <laughs> hello. And that's simply just a level of conversation consistently. From some people, you might call it nerdy, but it's like exactly the kind of nerdy that's amazing. Mm. And yeah, just like the, the level of conversation is just continually getting higher and higher, and you always go deeper and deeper. Um, like day-to-day around the house. Day-to-day around the house, academy. and just particular, sometimes very peculiar conversations that are just so good because it's just a genuine interest in pursuing truth. And uh, That's it. That's yeah. really what I think Angela said so beautifully a few months ago. The, the transcendentals that we are constantly promoting as love, good through music and books and art, is the transcendentals that you all, y'all are living. You know, in a very real way, you're letting beauty lead. You're rooting yourself in truth, and you're letting that captivate people and transform people and, and, and help them love what is good so they too, like you, can become what they love and change the world. Boom. Boom. So it's funny. Actually, maybe this would be best for Marisol. What is the day-to-day rhythm? Well, actually, yeah, it's about the same. I mean, you're not quite living the apprenticeship life every day, but you're overseeing it. What's the sort of like daily aurarium right now? Yeah, so it's a very intense way of life. It's very beautiful. So we wake up and we pray together as a house in our communities, and then we head to church. And we basically have like a few hours of prayer in the morning. So if you don't like to enter into the interior, this would be a scary year for you. Yeah. 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 We come back after that. We have what's called Love Good Academy, which is a couple hours of formation. It's kind of like ongoing growth, personal, professional, spiritual, intellectual. What does it really mean to be human? How can we live in and amongst a world that's kind of broken? Mm -hmm. What does it look like to engage and transform culture versus running away from it? Uh, A lot of really high-level stuff. Yeah, and it's really cool because there's a lot of different people that take turns offering that formation for us. So Jimmy will do it sometimes. And then we have a lot of partnerships with different uh, ministries and different people that we know that will come in and do Love Good Academy for us. So it's really cool. We get a really rounded out. Love Good Academy. Love Good Academy. We didn't even have that idea until like uh, we were in the midst of it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 Okay. So what happens after that? So then we go to some schools usually, and we usually divide and conquer in some of the local schools and Kind of the purpose of that is accompanying young people to explain. Oh, who's going to actually? We're just going to interrupt Marisol. Who can okay, explain yeah. accompaniment? Because that is a, a a kind of a, a very beautiful, but kind of high level. Like that's not a word yeah. people use very much. What do we mean by accompaniment? Austin Smith. So basically, especially nowadays, kids don't really have. Often there are role models in media or in their lives, but they're not always good role models. So basically, our point of going into schools, our point of going into different youth groups and stuff is to meet, for us guys, meet young men, like middle school to high school age, for the girls to meet young women where they're at and lead them, yeah, just lead them to better lives, lead them to truth, to who they are, and not to some of the lies that they hear in culture. And basically just walking alongside them on a journey, because we're not, you know, we're not there yet either. 
So just meeting them where they're at, basically. I and, love that. I love yeah. that. And actually, Maris, I'm going to let them continue to answer yeah. this question because you kicked us off so beautifully. What happens in the afternoon, Max? Obviously, that's a very unique time. We call it the track, like the individual track that everybody's on. What's yours? Yeah, so in the afternoon, we have a couple hours for track time. And me, along with my roommate, Austin, we hey. take online classes just from local uh, colleges around where we grew up. And that's really just our time for just trying to figure out how classes will influence our future, whether we want to pursue college later or if we feel like we could be being called to perhaps a different type of career, vocation, profession. Right now you're kind of exploring sports journalism. Not yeah. so directly, but you're beginning to take the precursory classes mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. yeah. Now, that's great. And I'd love to actually just jump over because I think Grace has got a very interesting afternoon track. I don't even know what we call it anymore. Creative. Yeah. But what are you up to every afternoon? So I do the creative track, which basically I'm exploring arts and business and theater and acting and all of this stuff together. So two days a week, I have an internship with a Shakespeare company here in Nashville. And then I also take an acting class one night a week. And so I kind of have a mixture of things where I'll do like interny things with spreadsheets, but then also be able to go and watch a read through of this professional Julius Caesar. Hmm. And then I do, I'll meet with my scene partner from acting class or something, or I'll work on personal branding. And I have also just been working on keeping in touch with people back home. So like I have a blog and learning about just all sorts of business things from Lovegood itself too. Hmm. So I'm doing a lot of just kind of taking in a lot of things in the arts world and in the ministry world. That's cool. So it's it's kind of personal, apostolic, creative, professional, all these things at once. Mm -hmm. That's so very cool. Skylar, you're doing a really cool internship in the afternoon. And I think that's like unique. So we've got people who are taking classes online, people who are doing very like self-directed creative things like Grace. But what are you up to, Skylar? Yeah, so I do the apostolic track. So it's very similar to the educational that I'm in pursuit of what I feel called to do after this year and taking the gap year to engage with that. But instead of doing classes, classes instead, I'm like interning where I feel called to serve others. So for Mm. me, I do a lot of youth ministry, actually help a nearby church with youth ministry by doing content, setting up what we do and just making those connections that we do at schools and churches, Mm. learning how to ingrain that in our own curriculum throughout the year and just learning what what it's like to help run a church and a program like that. And you're kind of thinking about seminary next year. Yeah, that's pretty. I'm in the midst of applying, so God willing. Yeah, that's amazing. So there's like such beautiful variety there. And then, actually, Angela, do you mind just briefly Mm -hmm. because you've got a cool situation too? Your afternoon track. Obviously, this is three hours a day. Sometimes it overflows into the weekends. But what are you up to? Yeah, so I do the professional development track where I intern with a local filmmaker three days a week and particularly helping him with promotion of the documentary that he's making about street art. And as well, he's teaching me everything he knows about film and like video editing and animation. And it's really cool to just see like the background of what it takes to make a film and how you need so many different parts in order to make a big project like that come to life. So cool. Yeah. And business stuff as well, which I never would have thought of. So basically you guys take like a long five hour nap at some point every day because there's just oodles of free time, right? (laughs) 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 There is time for leisure, but you have to be very intentional being like, I'm going to not do other things. That's right. Because your evenings are full of like house meals or community nights, or you're off and doing like beautiful accompaniment in different, mostly churches and, and just coming alongside great, great 
ministries and great different movements that we have here in Nashville. So it's really inspiring. You're learning how to give of yourself. You're learning how to really understand who you are, the gifts that you've been given, and how those can actually have an impact. So it's a very intense thing. I, I really do hold out so much of my own personal hope for what we do here at Love Good in you guys, which is to say like sometimes when, you know, Marisol and I are crunching budgets or Jessamine and I are working on content creation and marketing strategies, or, you know, Alana and I are collaborating on the next seasonal package or obviously the podcast, like it gets very easy to forget that this standard for media, for example, that we're always talking about actually can be a way of life. And in a very real way, you guys are inspiring captivating, accompanying uh, so many young people while also like entering deeply into your your own human experience, like the art of what it means to be human, which takes on such a, a different thing for every person. So I find that really cool and really inspiring that you've dedicated nine months of your life to become fully human and yet fully yourself. Mm. Carrie, would you mind speaking to why you became a podcast? Because a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> why you became an apprentice largely through the podcast like i get like austin makes sense because austin we've done countless events together through the years we don't live in the same town until now but like i met him over and over and over again skylar lives in town max kind of like austin i've just known at a distance for years you know like tommy and mary saw they just kind of dropped out of the skies i I would imagine that grace and angela would have a very similar story to yours though how did you decide to even apply for this program that you probably didn't know a whole lot about Yeah, Jimmy, I really had no idea when I applied what it was about. (laughs) (laughs) Lovegoodculture.com slash apply, everybody. Check it out. I think I applied pretty, like, right on, like, one of the deadlines, and I stayed up till, like, midnight filling out the application. And I was like, hey, this is something to do with media, and it's something to do with how it can change the world, and I like media. (laughs) And I was like, I like this. And I wanted some gap year program after college. So I was like, I, but I didn't want something specific where I was only doing, like, a specific mission of that organization. I wanted, like, time to do, like, find myself, too. And that way we can, like, after this year have, like, more skills of like just ourselves it's amazing it's so cool and like in case you haven't added the numbers here we've got eight of us eight apprentices anyways and a ninth on the way (laughs) her name is beth she's our ninth on a three-month visa our ninth apprentice beth hallett one day we will get her even just briefly in here so you can hear her absolutely Mm. posh english Mm. accent she's from buckingham Mm. Buckingham, England. <laughs> and we're really excited about that. That'll mean we have three countries represented by, yeah, well, yeah, 2019. Pretty dang exciting. So anyways, you day in and day out engage with young people and also fellow young adults who are out there trying to find their place in the world and especially trying to figure out what it really means to be human, what it really means to be fully alive in today's culture, right? Yeah. Maybe we could close with this little thought bubble for a moment. What do you think are the pain points of people your age? I'm, I'm already significantly older than most of you, right? I've, I've never known what it is to have my identity wrapped up in an Instagram account because mm-hmm. I didn't get it until I was like 24, right? You get it at 14 and suddenly it just becomes a, a part of you. What is it like growing up in a world that, you know, I think right now and certainly in America, we feel a bit divided at times politically. There's a lot of 
seeming like mm. prosperity, you know, like we certainly still see poverty, but we're also like living in Western civilization where most people have what they need every day. It's not like the Great Depression, right? We're living in a, a uniquely kind of comfortable age, but there's a lot mm. of misery and there's a lot of anxiety and there's a lot of isolation. <clears throat> that, that's sort of my very like brief analysis of those pain points. But what is it that people in their late teens and early 20s struggle with the most these days? If I may, I'm going to reference uh, Love Get Academy from actually last year from Dr. Ryan Hanning. And he he wrote a paper and Jimmy, of course, like we went over the paper and basically it goes over three main prisons of modernity, isolationism, fractionalism, and technopoly. Basically, isolationism just, yeah, again, like you said, uh, people are are really isolated now even more, even though they're more connected than ever because, yes, we're connected to our friends on our phones, but uh, it's not, it's artificial connection. It's not, it's not real human interaction that people have lived with for all of human history. Fractionalism, our lives have cohesion between kind of like integrity uh, there's like yeah there's a dividedness even within our being exactly and not just like in different points of our day but in the people different people that we know and we're different at work than we are at Mm. home with Mm. our friends and we're different at church than we are you know in different places and the list goes on and on so we want authenticity we want integrity but we we have a hard time with it exactly exactly and then technopoly is you know the last one and that's pretty easy i think everyone knows i mean Again, we're on our phones too much. They're beautiful when used correctly, and all, all technology can be used. And when used correctly is, is great, and it makes our lives better. But there's no doubt, you know, how can we self-reflect and even know we're going down the right path of life if we never have time to actually even hear us, ourselves think, mm-hmm. you know, because we're just inundated with, with sound all the time. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, those aren't all the pain points, but... That's so good. That's so good, Austin. Anybody from, I see it, Skylar, stepping up to the plate here. Yeah, so going off of what Austin said, especially at the end, a big pain point, even my own experience coming out of high school, is just distractions. A lot of the times you end up complaining about just, you know, like all the schoolwork you have to do or the time you have to do in the sport, but then you end up distracting yourself in those times in between, like trying to live up to, oh, I need to get this post out and like get this many likes or get this many followers, even if it's not your direct thought, like it's in your mind sometimes, like, oh, I have to make a a post soon, just like not even to keep people updated, but to like present yourself in a way. So a lot of times like Mm. having technology distract you in times when you could be investing in those friends that you have right now, which is really important. And I think a pain point in a lot of just a lot of people my own age today, like, and once they get out on their own, they realize, like, oh, I don't really have those deep connections as I thought. And they they live distracted lives and they have to rethink it, so. Mm. I think that we could say that a lot of things point to this, but one thing I'm noticing a lot in the young people we work with is a lot of confusion. I think that's, there's just, like, a lot of, especially with broken families and different things that, like, a lot of kids are facing a lot of moral problems when they're way too young to face them. And I think in the past... What's right and wrong has sort of always been basically kind of clear. You didn't always choose what was right, but you kind of knew. Whereas I think a lot of our young people are so confused about mm-hmm. what's right and what's wrong. There's there's just so many messages out there now. So Really good. And I, I would love for maybe Tommy to say a word, maybe in a second, Carrie as well. <laughs> but Tommy, you obviously would probably agree with everything that's just been said. You're kind of a philosophizer yourself. Um, What is it about an apprenticeship year, and specifically the Love Good Apprenticeship Year, that begins to 
answer some of those questions or heal some of those pain points. I think going off of Austin's point as well is part of it is simply just time to think and time to pause. A lot of things we'll be saying just now is actually kind of bouncing off of a, a great podcast or a video I heard. This guy named Simon Sinek talked a lot about this this new age of distraction. And we're, we're so used to technology. We can look up anything on our phone at any time. We can get, go on Amazon, get something to arrive the next day. Everything's instantaneous. And there's an assumption that like that continues to everything. Like we want – you're just sick. You want a painkiller. Like everything can be fixed by just buying something, doing something when anthropological issues like remain <laughs> and humanity doesn't really change at the uh, same progress as technology does. And so I think there's a little bit of an impatience with people like, yeah, deepening in their humanity and not understanding the fact that it, it takes a while for a lot of these things, like relationships take time as opposed to just like arrive the next day. And this year provides that space, that, that silence, that just <clears throat> sense of Stillness, I suppose, huh? Exactly. And another thing I was – a fantastic book that I cannot recommend enough. It's called Excellent Sheep. And it talks about the, the issue of like – it's also like specifically the college scene of people just like rushing in the college scene. Everyone's rat racing to compete against each other, to prove themselves, really building their identity on like their, their resume and doing basically a lot of an attitude of doing things not for the sake of itself – but for the sake of how it looks, for the sake of how it presents yourself. It's and a it's, word for that. It's called kitsch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a running joke and then you want to know it's me. <laughs> but yeah, Excellent Sheep is just like, he's just like beckoning, particularly just like the, the really elite colleges. It's like, stop the rat race and, and first ask yourself, like, what are you pursuing? And this is something that I'm very, very passionate about. I think we all should be. It's simply that you always need to ask yourself, what am I trying to do? before you can ever ask yourself, like, how? So, like, you always ask yourself, like, what is this and why do I want it? Before mm. you can ask, how do I do it? I think a lot of people ask, like, well, how do I be successful? How do I be happy? How do I do this? But, like, if you don't ask, if you first don't stop and see, okay, where is the destination? Then that completely dictates and changes how you're going to arrive there. Right. And a lot of us are all in the the doing, in the the hows, in, in the, the action, and none of us are actually pausing to think, okay, what am I actually pursuing? And then from my answering that question, first and foremost, foundation, then I'll figure out how I'm going to get there. It changes everything. That's so good. That's so good. Closing words from Carrie Moran. The other thing I was going to say was that a lot of people in our day and age have a hard time with their identity. And so we get told by media of like what beauty is and like what we need to do to change ourselves to find what's actually beautiful. But in a sense, like we're beautiful from just how we were made Mm. and just being ourselves. It's so good. That's so good. And it's so funny. Even as I said, closing words, everybody else is now hammering for a mic. We're just going to now actually have an encore from the one and only Angela because she's going to not only represent a little bit of the American spirit and struggle, but the Canadian as well, which is not always that different, is it? No, not usually. Yeah. So something that's been really standing out to me being here is like young people's just like desire for community, but not knowing how to get that and where to go. Just making friends here in Nashville, like every young woman that's around my age that I've met with is like, they're, they're looking for that community. And what I've been finding here too, is not only that desire for community and getting that here, which was a big draw for me coming to Nashville and being a part of this apprenticeship programs, but it's also like integrative community where like, we're not just in our own little bubble. Like we're really good at reaching out into schools and like into the wider community. So it's not just us versus everyone else or like trying to be our own thing. We're like very much a part of everything else that's happening in Nashville. And with that too, is that in school, like I was either with my art community or I was with my faith community. But here it's like, I can be both. And it's not two different identities, two different communities. It's like one in the same, which is so good for my heart and really mm. good for 
feeling myself and feeling like a whole person. Fights against that fractionalism that Austin was talking about. Mm -hmm. Yo, this has been so fun. I'm suddenly feeling really embarrassed that we haven't done this before Mm because this is really great. Mm -hmm. And it just felt super natural. Super natural (laughs) or supernatural, you know, depending on you. What a joy, guys. Thank you so much for the, not just being in on the Love Good podcast for an episode, especially leading up to the application deadline. By the way, that is February 1st, 2019, everybody. Lovegoodculture.com slash apply. But we are so excited to watch this program grow and most importantly, to watch it heal some of these pain points for not only us, but the, the young people that you guys are constantly out there mentoring and accompanying. So massive thanks from the bottom of my heart for being the brave, courageous, authentic people that you are. The world needs you and needs more of you. So we'll do this again. And I'll be really uh-huh. eager to see if we have any returners next year like Austin because you just never know what is going to happen next and uh, something that's so new and so young like Love Good and especially this apprenticeship program. So y'all are amazing. Uh, until next time. Thank you, Jimmy. She can fall asleep, heart is on the sleeve, waiting on a call. It never comes through. Got their own set of troubles. Everyone's got their own set of blues. Everyone's got their own set of struggles. Walk a mile in another man's shoes. As always, thanks for tuning in, y'all, to the Love Good Podcast. This is your host, Jimmy Mitchell, signing off. Don't forget to go to lovegoodculture.com slash apply and tell every 18 to 25-year-old that you know to do the same and to apply for next year's apprenticeship program. It is an amazing, life-changing year for anybody who is daring, bold, and adventurous enough. Uh, We love you guys. Hope you're having an amazing week out there. And yep, we'll see you next week. As always, I'll be back with Alana Bedreau. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to season two of the Love Good Podcast. Tell your friends all about us. Stay in touch on social media and be sure to stop by iTunes or Stitcher to give us a review. You can join our movement today by subscribing as a patron at lovegoodculture.com. Start enjoying our seasonal packages that will raise your standard for media and inspire you to build a better culture. We can't wait to accompany you as you change the world.